Football's back, baby! What's up, boys? Welcome to 2019 Dingai League of Champions, a.k.a. the Bulls League of Champions, a.k.a. the Butthole League of Champions. Nevertheless, the League of Champions. Welcome back, everybody. We are one weekend post-draft. I'm going to go through a quick draft recap with some awards. Then I'm going to do the quote-unquote fastest two minutes. Um, and then third one's a little bit of a new segment, Fantasy Fuckboys, doing a little take on the PMT, um, no pun intended, a little take on the part in my take segment of what they do. We're going to do our own thing there. Um, and then I'll go through the awards last, and I would stick around for that because the banter of the week is going to be a little bit different. Um, but... Yeah, if you're not going to listen to this whole thing, definitely listen to that. All right, boys. Uh, draft recap went pretty smoothly, is what I'd say. Um, <clears throat> here's what we're going to do. I got four awards real quick. Just a quick recap. You know, nobody really knows what's going to happen. It's week one. A lot of overreaction, a lot of underreactions. Um so I'm just going to start out with the first award is called the loser leaves town, meaning get out of town. You had the worst draft and your season is done. Okay. I'm going to go through two teams. The first one, where's the Braziers? That is Sterling. Okay. Um, fifth round, Curtis Samuel. Week one, four points. Sixth round, Tariq Cohen. He had zero, zero, I repeat, carries as a running back. Running back, zero carries. Seventh round, Dennis Penis. I don't know how you pronounce that last name. I'm pretty sure it's the correct pronunciation. But he had one catch for seven yards. So you're right there, Sterling. Second one, Garrett Keith Bowles and Whitey. I'm going to immediately request a name change because it's getting very confusing with a lot of Garrett, a lot of Bowles. There's too many Garretts and Bowles in the league get rid of your name, change it to something better. I know you got good imagination, use your creativity, and maybe think of a new name. Um, You drafted in the second round David Montgomery. Um, On Yahoo, they said he was a mid-fifth round pick, 5.4 to be exact. He got you five points. Third round, you drafted Mike Williams, wide receiver on the Chargers. Um, very common name. I'm sure a lot of people don't know who he is. Drafted him third round, and he is projected 6.9, no pun intended. Uh, He got you 3.9 points, so pretty on par with Yahoo's projection. And then in the fourth round, I I mean, a bit of a toss-up, but I I don't like it at all. Drew Brees... Uh, projected 7.6, or average is ADP is 7.6 via Yahoo. We got you 23 points. That's a toss-up, but, I mean, I'm going to give it to you because that's just flat-out terrible. Second and third round, that's actually the reason why I give it to you. Get out of town, Whitey. Garrett, Keith Bowles. I know you came back east, but loser leaves town. Whitey, we're sorry. Your season is over. You had the worst draft. You are done this year in fantasy. Sorry about it. 
Uh, next award, and this is called, this is the best keeper award. It's going to be a quick one, but shout out to Teddy. The award is called Astats for the win. Okay. I think Carrie was getting married. Maybe, maybe that was the hashtag best keeper. Ian Crimmins, maybe you stumbled into this, but whatever the case may be, Austin Eckler in the 15th round, got to hand it to you. Shout out to Kaufman, get my boy Deshaun, keeping my boy Deshaun in, I don't know, the 12th or 13th round. I am just making that up, but it was around there. Um, so nice job, Crimmins. Astats for the win. Congrats for that. Now you have to get an Astat. Um, that's the rule. So I didn't I don't make them. Okay. Uh, third award via draft. Uh, third and fourth. We're gonna go with the worst pick and then the best pick. Worst pick, I'm going to go with, this is the swag award. This is the, you know, swag weed. This is the, the stuff that you, you don't like, you know, you smoke an ounce of it. You won't even get high, okay? Um, this is going to, once again, you're out of town, Garrett Keith Bowles, Sean White, Nicole Hardman in the ninth round, Okay. Not only is he projected, to, I mean, he's a young guy. I think he's a rookie. They drafted him maybe second or third round. But he's not there yet, and he was projected. I mean, he's owned by like 9% of Yahoo. So and he drafted him in the ninth round. One target, zero catches. That equals zero points. Nice job, Whitey, picking up the swag. Typical, typical Whitey. Uh, the last draft award, this is the straight foyer award, best pick of the draft. Who else but you, Belichick, yourself, Mr. Coach, I believe that's your first name, Coach, middle name Craig, last name Hanson, Dak Prescott in the 12th. And this takes some cojones, Okay. That's why we called you the old savvy vet in the crew. Dak Prescott in the 12th took Cam in the 5th and still started Dak over Cam. Okay, it could have been a soak of the week, but that's not really a soak. That's, you know, maneuvering. That's pumping a little bit right there. Um, <clears throat> all right. So we are going to do fastest two minutes now. I'm going to take a break. Here it is. Whoop. 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 In the first matchup, Scary Hours, a.k.a. the Wu-Tang Clan, pop up and pass the blunt to Jordan, who coughs up a storm and gets two stone to overcome the deficit. Deshaun IBM Watson teams up with Tim Apple. I mean Tim Dalvin Cook and uses a New York jet stream of bullshit coming out of their mouths to defeat the Outlet Crew 135 to 110. Symbolic of us actually watching the Wu-Tang documentary and getting demolished by Muhlenberg and us not going to the outlets and getting hammered at the airport. In the second matchup of the day, you Belichick yourself KOs Blake Atwell in the first round as he nearly scores 200 points, winning 199 to 103. Dak is back and puts up 42 points, and Christian, I'm not a Lutheran, McCaffrey leads the way with 41 points. 
Blake finds out that he can't bake with Mayfield or cook with Jerry as he loses by nearly 100 points. In the third matchup, the Good Smokes finds a nice T.Y. Hilton hotel where his D. Johnson can soak in a Harrison butt her and wins in a squirter. I mean squeaker, 116 to 113. DJ Kool-Aid could have iced the Good Smokes, but he poured his smirt off into a Cooper Cup and went to Vance McDonald's instead. Good Smokes wins in a burner, 116 to 113. In the fourth matchup of the day, Garrett Keith Bowles smokes a slider from Williams into the left center field gap and gets his trademark double as both DeAndre Hopkins and Derek Henry double their projected points, and he drew breezes to a victory. Say rich homie Quan brings his Alvin Kamara, but Jarvis forgot to do his Landry and Brandon forgot the Cooks losing in a tight one 107 to 111. In the second to last matchup, Yoder's army marches to victory and proves there are actually small potatoes winning 132 to 121. The Le'Veon Bells were ringing with the sound of a not-so-kittle victory and he celebrated by asking Robbie Anderson for DJ Moore weed, only asking for Ingram the second. Small Potatoes thought he could hunt with Henry but got locketed in by Yoder's army and had to dig some himself out of a big hole. In the last matchup of the day, Crimmins hits the J, and by that I don't mean Austin hooping, golfs a little, but ends up getting a surprise boost from Austin Eckler in the crowd and uses it as fuel to steamroll the Brazier's crew 116-89. Whereas the Brazier's may have gotten an answer as Jameis loses a ton and Chris God loses put up pathetic performances, and Devontae, I'm a free man, gets lost in the, in the Robert Woods looking for this godforsaken Brazier's. All right, boys, it's the Fantasy Fuck Boys of the Week presented by DJ Kool-Aid. This is Tommy rice coming to you live from the studio. We bring the hits and the best fist pumpers of the week. So get out your seats and get ready for the Fuck Boys of the Week. These are the bros that really came to party this weekend. Starting at quarterback, Dak, the Dak attack. He was on another level this weekend, scoring 42 points in a route of my team, the New Jersey Giants. Dak was firing meatballs and sausages all day to his receivers and put the gravy on top with a victory against the Cowgirls. For the Cowgirls, it's t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Dak is here. Dak is here. Next up, at running back, we got Christian McCaffrey. Always looking fresh, scoring 41 points against the loser Rams. McCaffrey, that Irish-looking fuck, has perfected the GPL. That's Jim Pan Laundry, for those that don't know. He's getting his protein and creatine shakes in on the daily, and it's showing. That dirty little hamster scored 41 points, leading all running backs. Next up, wide receiver. And I don't mean what some girls' butts look like when DJ Kool-Aid steps in the club. Sammy, sweetheart, Watkins is usually a grenade, but this week he looked like he hit the beach and got his tan on. His six-pack was looking great, and you know this guy is hitting the gym daily. Next up at tight end, we got Evan Ingram, the hometown hero. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's Tommy Smokes Cologne working at the club. He scored 26 points. He was getting all the chicks at Bar A. He knows the number one rule, though. Never fall in love at the Jersey Shore. And that's your fantasy fuckboys of the week because nobody cares about kickers and defense. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Next segment.
I am, well, let me first run through the standings very quick. Um, this is after one week. So basically this is going to decide the rest of the season. Um, these are pretty much locked up. All right. Number one, Hanson followed by me, Gary in third, Crimmins fourth, the good smokes. It's bowls in fifth, Garrett, Keith bowls in sixth. Why you? That's why I get confused. No small potatoes. Backs is seventh. DJ Kulace, Max. That's he's eighth. Kaufman's ninth. Teddy's tenth. Underwood eleventh. And Sterling, where's the Braziers, is in last. The least amount of points. Not looking too good, Stir. Not looking too. All right, going straight into the awards. <clears throat> First award. Pretty stoned. Hansen, 198 points. He's pretty stoned. Campus is dry. That is where's the Braziers. Sterling, I mean, his team name is a question, is literally a question, and his team is a big question. Um, sorry, Stur, not trying to be too harsh on you there, but... <laughs> All right, next award, uh, Boner of the Week. This goes to Mr. Silent Assassin, Nick Underwood. Started Baker, Mayfield, a lot of hype. You know, Underwood might be a big ESPN guy, who knows. And sat Lamar Jackson, who scored 36 points. And I, I'm not sure what I would have done there, but I had, sorry, I had to give you the boner of the week there, Underwood. Okay. Next award, Soak of the Week. Okay? Got to hand it to you. And I, you know what? I mean, I'm not really handing it to you, Bulls, but going with Antonio Brown just because of all the ups and downs that you must have gone through in the past couple weeks. I mean, if you watched Hard Knocks, the past month, I would say. I mean, if you're invested in this, you got to it's, – it's a roller coaster of emotions, Okay? Uh, but you ended up drafting him second overall, and then he got cut by the Raiders. You must have thought for about 12 hours, oh, shit, my season is done. And then maybe you said a prayer to the high heavens. Please put him on my, my favorite team, the New England Patriots, the Boston Patriots. I love them. And God granted your wish. Okay, or a gene, whatever. But you got Antonio Brown on your team. You soaked it. You let it soak through the ups and downs. There's going to be, you know, soaking is tough. You got to just leave it in there. Okay, just hope for the best and, you know, take your time. Be patient. And that's exactly what you were. That defined what a soak is. So, congratulations. Soak of the week goes to you, Bulls. Congrats on getting married again. Um, next award, already went over this, um, loser leaves town award, where's the Braziers? Um, and I will say, I did have a note to possibly call this award the Tom Dragon award, but loser leaves town, Tom Dragon leaves town, that is where's the Braziers, Sterling, your season is done, okay? Sorry about it. All right, boys, now on to the last award segment, the Williams What Are You banter 
of the week, and this is the banter of the entire offseason. So, Kamish is going to do this one this time. But going forward, the fuckboy committee, not to be confused with the fantasy fuckboys and Tommy Ricerone, um, will be doing this going forward. But I'm going to do a little different thing. I'm going to do a Mount Rushmore. And I was going to do topics, but I'm going to actually, the actual Rushmore, the one that is going up on the side of the mountain, is going to be actual people, because that's what it has to be. But in terms of topics, here's what I got. First one, the decades old, centuries old, millenniums old argument, who comes in last place? And here's what I'll say to that. I'm going to establish this right now. If you're not listening, then too bad because I'm not going to text it, okay? The loser of the consolation bracket, okay, is the loser of the league. That's how Yahoo does it. That's how we're going to do it. 12th place is always the loser of the consolation bracket, okay? That's it. That's final. So if you're in 12th place, come playoff time, Max might get upset at this, but Hanson, go ahead and pick up whoever you want. You know, if you're 0-13, whatever it is, but you already have a win, so 1-12. But go ahead and pick up whoever you want because we are keeping everybody in it, okay? And then once we establish that, next step is to really enforce that rule. Sterling, we get the message. Where is the Braziers? We will get it um, eventually. All right, second one, talking about odd baseball players. Guys like Tom Dragon, DJ Kulace, uh, I don't even know that guy's first name, Matt Vidal, he's always popping up in the convo. Great banter, love that. Uh, number three, this is more for you guys, but where is the video? I get it, makes for great banter, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then the fourth one, the last one that many of you may not expect, I'm going to say the Underwood Silence. Absolutely love it. The silent assassin just doing his thing, staying silent in the convo, but absolutely love it um, from Underwood. Just a sneaky, silent guy. Um, All right. So on to the real Mount Rushmore. Start with, um, we're going to do four people, okay? Start with Mr. I think this, I, I would say you're the MVP, but I mean, I'm not one to debate the Mount Rushmore, but here are four people on the Rushmore. First one, Mr. Sean White. I know you moved back east to uh, get closer to all the boys, which we really appreciate. You know, we know that was 99.9% of the reason why you moved back east. Um, So we really appreciate that just to get closer to all the quote unquote fantasy fuck boys on the east coast. yeah, appreciate that. Whitey, you are number one. Great banter. Keep it up. Number two, Mr. Craig. No, first name Coach. Middle name Craig. Last name Hanson. You are second on the Mount Rushmore because here are my reasons. You keep it sane. You're the old savvy vet. You're you're our left tackle protecting us from all sorts of incoming 
banter that we don't want to discuss or even talk about. You're our Andrew Whitworth, right? That's his name, I think. Left tackle is like 45 years old. I think he's Bengals. He was on the Bengals. I don't know what team he's on now. You're our Andrew Whitworth um, in the group. You kind of keep us all in line. The old savvy vet. Uh, number three, going to say Max. And Max, not only is, you know, his witty lines, great banter, but he did a great job organizing um, while I was busy doing other stuff. But Max has done a great job with that. Going to him, put him on the Mount Rushmore. I loved his comment the other day. I'd rather sleep in the subway than live with Bob Billison. Absolutely love that. Fourth one. This one was tough, but I think it was settled when I was looking back in the conversation. Um, this goes to Mr. Gary, GB, I'm a rules guy, Horn, okay, and just based off of this entire exchange, which I absolutely loved, looking back at phenomenal stuff. All right, so Gary starts out with, he says, I don't want to keep harping on it, but I would like to reiterate Melvin Gordon will be the pick of the draft. He will, this is a quote, he will be back weeks one dash two. Okay? First two weeks. My thesis is if he plays this year, that's a steal in round six. He didn't draft him in round six. Even if he doesn't, it could be a steal next year in round five. If he plays early, it's the best pick since Kittle in 18 or Odell in 14. Say so Odell in 14 is one of the better ones. So I agree with you on that one. The old savvy vet Hanson states that he drafted him in round five. Correct. And then incorrectly points out that he can't keep him, which, yes, you can. Gary, quote, feels like he took him in the sixth end quote, which he didn't, took him in the fifth. Gary then says, as a non-keeper, so now he's under the assumption in his own little tiny brain, he's under the assumption that he's a non-keeper. He says he still loves the pick. Okay. Quote, Melvin Gordon, non-keeper in fifth round, still love that pick. However, I was under the impression it was the sixth round in the event he sucks. End quote. Max corrects it, steps in, and says, yes, you can keep him. And Gary says, quote, yeah, I invented the rule. <laughs> End quote. I was cracking up reading all of this. Uh, just funny stuff from the rules guy. Goes from thinking he drafted a guy in the sixth round to not knowing that you can keep him in the fifth to then ending this entire debacle with, yeah. I invented the rule, okay? <laughs> Great stuff. You're on the Mount Rushmore for that, Gary. So we got Whitey, Hanson, Max, Gary. Feel free to chime in. Anyone else that has opinions on the matter, but for right now, that Mount Rushmore is what it is. All right? All right, boys. That is it. Uh, have a good week, and talk next week. Later.